Fabian. I came prepared last week and I, I it must be said, I wound up a billion people. Um, it's funny, I, I told myself not to read the comments. I read the first three or four on the uh, on the video and that was enough for me. <laughs> I really, after I went through Shulman Gill last week, I thought, yeah, no, I probably just won't read the comments. But I'm not I'm not as stacked today. I've got a couple that I uh, that I want to roll through, but you you kick us off. You are the guest. You can uh, you can kick us off in the lay bin. Please. I've got I've got two. Okay. Two. First one is the AFL Tribunal mm-hmm. with uh, the Sicily suspension. Ooh. I just I just I just feel I think two of the panelists on the tribunal at the moment haven't even played the game. Yep. Um, and they're just not applying any feel or context to what actually goes goes on in the game and, mm. and those sort of situations. And I think they're watching everything too. They're watching too much of it in slow motion, and they're not applying how quick and how mm. uh, rapid movements are, and how much how little time you actually have to try and adjust to something when you're making a tackle. Yeah. And if you keep rubbing out good players that everyone wants to see every week, for well for three weeks, for basically incidental stuff, uh. while while blokes are doing deliberate actions to hurt people. Yeah. And are only getting one two weeks. It's it's just wrong in my eyes. Yeah, that, that the, the Sicily one. I slowed it down and watched it a couple of times. It, I feel like there's a lot of factors in it. So the, there's so much happening that obviously with the tackle and then Tyler Brockman coming in over the top, which probably just didn't help the situation and the, and where um, the precarious position that McCluggage was in. So I, I slowed it down and I did think it's at a point, but this is unreasonable. And it, it was just my thought. It was unreasonable for for anyone to to say this, but I thought at the time when McCluggage ended up on top of Sicily, mm. that's when he could have let him go. Mm. If he lets him go and they roll off on each other and, you know, McCluggage is just sitting on top of Sicily, it's, 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 you know, there's no issue here. The problem became, I reckon that Sicily then, cause he was on his back, he got up on his knees and then brought McCluggage down to the ground. Now in a split second, of thinking on an AFL field, that's unreasonable to say. Mm. Let him go, but and the, well, the memo came out from the AFL is when you're tackling blokes, if you can try and yeah. you know, soften their landing yeah. by pulling them on top of you. If yeah, you're doing yeah. That. and he's done that. Yeah, and so, it's like, well, you're rubbing me out for three weeks after I've done what yeah. you asked. The Tyler, if you didn't get concussed, yeah. it doesn't get even doesn't get a week. And Tyler got a free kick for it. Tyler Brockman coming in over the top probably didn't help as well because it 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 pushed more momentum onto mm. McCluggage, onto Sicily. Yeah. And then Sicily, obviously thinking that McCluggage still has the footy mm. has ripped him to the side. I, I, I thought it was stiff. I, I must say that there's a real gray area. And as a lot of people have come out and said that there's no one at the AFL because there's no footy boss at the moment. There's no one at the AFL to come out and say what is right, what isn't right. We're just, it's hearsay that, yeah, okay, try and soften the tackle. Now it's, 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 it's hard because when I was growing up, when you were growing up, I don't know how much footy you played, but like, you know, there was nothing better than a run-down run tackle or a big crunching tackle. And no one ever tackles to hurt. You tackle to dispossess or, or you know, take get the footy and get it back and win a free kick for your teammates. So it's really hard at the moment. It, it's it, it's it's tough to know because you, you now watch the footy and you go, oh, well, he's just going to get weeks for that. Mm. So a big tackle that someone lays, oh, well, he's going to get weeks for that. Yeah. It's a, and it's hard. it's a hard way to watch footy. Exactly. It's a really hard way you're, to watch You're footy. always paranoid now watching your, your favorite players make a tackle because yeah. am I going to be without these blokes for th- two, three weeks? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, nice start by you. i got two. I've just thought of one and uh, I'll come back to my uh, my second point. The first one is, and this is, I'm not going to name a team, but 
in general, I reckon footy fans need to win more humbly, if that makes sense. There's a few supporter bases out there that are quite cocky, it's fair to say, and fair play to them. If they win flags, you know, that's fine. But there's been times where, you know, I've seen supporter bases taunting support opposition supporters as they walk out or, you know, just like, what's the word? I'm trying to, I'm trying to massage this so I'm not, uh, not offending 18 supporter bases, but, you know, thumbing their nose down at, at lesser teams. I saw it a couple of times in the last couple of weeks and, and I just think that, yes, you know, go to the footy, enjoy yourself, have fun. And support your team 100% of the time. I'm not sitting here saying, don't say this, don't say that. But once a siren goes, a bit like in a game of footy, I think it's, you know, we won the game, great, pumped, shake hands, move on. You don't need to taunt supporters as they walk out. I saw a kid recently get, not, and I don't think it was necessarily directed at him, but it was his team, and they were sort of hurling abuse in the direction of a dad with his kid there, and the kid was upset. And I'm like, Really? Do we need to do this? Like footy, I love footy. I love the passion of it. I love the tribalism of it. But do we really need to fire taunts at people and say goodbye? And, you know, let's just, you won, be happy, win humbly. I was always taught, be gracious in defeat and be humble in victory. So I just, I just, it, it came to a head a couple of times over the last few weeks. I didn't love what I saw from certain supporter bases. I'm not going to name them because I will get absolutely destroyed by their uh, fans, but there's a few supporter bases out there that need to pull their heads in. Well, that rolls straight into what I had okay. had in mind about uh, the Palmy Army oh. giving it to the Aussie fans <laughs> by, yeah, by this was bad. chanting Rolf Harris, he's one of your own. Yeah. Like, two words for you, lads. Prince Andrew. <sighs> yeah. Like, have a look in your – make sure your own house but also, is in order. But also why – like, yeah, th- there's why. no – again, and again, like, it's, it's I get it's Australia and England and mm. let's – Let's fire each other up. But that, I feel like, crosses the line. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And what transpired... No, no one wants to be reminded of yeah, that. Yeah, what transpired in that situation is is horrific in any sense of the word, whether you're Australian, English, or otherwise. So I just feel like they don't need to go there. And it's it's just petty and stupid and yeah, like of ridiculous. All, of all the fantastic chance the Barmy Army's got. Yeah. Like... That one's just rubbish. And I reckon 98% of the Barmy Army, what they do is quite funny, clever. You know, like the Mitchell Johnson chant they had a couple of years ago, I thought was hilarious. Hilarious. You know, he bowls to the left, he bowls to the right. Mitchell, that Mitchell Johnson, his bowling is, you know, the rest. Yeah. Um, you know, they come up with a lot of witty stuff, but I reckon they've let themselves down a little bit there. Yeah, big time. I reckon they let themselves down a little bit there. Um, you Is that all you got? Uh, yeah, that's all, all I've right. got. Yep. One... One I am going to, uh, and this is this is one that's semi-tough for me, but I want to roll this piece of uh, piece of audio. On the stroke of half-time last night, St Kilda and Richmond, this happened. Off a fist, Ryan looks to lumber. Doesn't quite have the speed to get there. Howard misses his man. Ronald Webster, this might come unstuck. Bolton around the corner, puts it in front of Miller, settles nicely for him, kicks and goals. All right. As a former defender in a local footy league, you're taught rain, 10 seconds left in a game, on the boot. And and most of the time in the rain, sack the handball, kick it long. 
I'm lay binning and I'm putting in the lay bin in a really strong way, Dougal Howard. And this isn't the first time that Dougal Howard's offended in this uh, in this manner. I've spoken to a lot of people. One of my best mates is a St Kilda supporter. I've I've spoken to a lot of Saints fans. They are done with Dougal Howard. It's look, everyone has bad days, but this is a consistent thing with Dougal Howard that he looks like. Darren Berry, I was texting last night, and he said he looks like a giraffe on ice. Like, he, he's got no spatial awareness when he's near the footy to the point where certain St Kilda supporters, when he gets the ball, pray that he just gets rid of it. Now, he, I, I just, I cannot fathom that in a game like that, you're 11 points down, you've stayed, you've stayed in the contest when you're being outplayed massively, and with 15 seconds left, he's got to know that there's there's very little time on the clock. He's handballed backwards into defensive 50. In the rain, Jimmy Webster running past, not really expecting the handball. I think he was expecting him to, to kick it long. He's handballed back into the defensive 50. Shea Bolton picks it up, who's a classy player, hits Ben Miller on the chest, who's got 40 metres of space all to himself, snaps and goals. 17-point lead at half time, And in the end, it's a difference in the game. Yep, I, I just... I, I'm done. I just think as a supporter base, St Kilda fans have have really gone through a lot of heartache. Welcome to the Essendon experience. Yeah, but I, I see. <laughs> I, I would counter that by saying Essendon have got 16 premierships and St Kilda have got one. Yeah. And so there's not really much sympathy from, I would say, St Kilda supporters to Essendon supporters. But when you're accustomed to yeah, success. Yeah, no, this is true. This is true. Absolutely. And I, I completely understand that. But I'm putting, I'm big time putting Dougal Howard in the lay bin. Dougal, it's wet. Kick the ball down the line and stop being silly. Stop trying to make it out like you're Scott Pendlebury. And I'm just going to, oh, I'm just going to lay this quick handball off and we'll, we'll, we'll kick a goal. It frustrated the hell out of me. Um, I was there last night. I was watching and it just, it, it, it ruined any momentum they had of coming back into that game. And, um, yeah, the, the, there's issues galore at St Kilda, but I think Dougal Howard is one. It's becoming quickly, it's becoming like Ross Lyon's love for Zach Dawson. That that's was, how that's how I'll put it. That was, that was fetish level stuff. That he continued to continually gave him a game, and then to the point where Zach Dawson followed him to Fremantle. I don't know why Ross Lyon continues to give him a game. I get that you need tall key defenders, but Dougal Howard's a liability in that team right now. And when St Kilda subbed him off last night. In, early in the third quarter, their defensive structure was so much better to the point where they kicked three goals in the quarter and, and went in at three-quarter time, seven points down, and, and were in in the game. So I'm putting Dougal Howard big time in the lay bin, um, and, uh, yeah, he's he's on notice, I must say. He's on notice. Time to learn the fundamentals again in the twos. Just get just kick the ball. Get it on the boot, son. I don't know. That was a basic fundamental that I learned in – you know, early days under twelves footy. I coached under under fifteens, and and they understand that when the ball's wet, soapy, you know, hard to handball, that you just you offload it down the line, especially with fifteen seconds left. Anyway, I'm going on. Uh, we've got a couple here off the text. I'll get to those in uh, in a moment, but we've got to get some news headlines at the moment. The SEN app. 